Welcome to Midweek Live, a podcast by North Point Community Church that's designed to help you get to know the people around you so we can do better and be better together. September is National Recovery Month. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yes. And so um, you are our celebrate recovery pastor our care pastor as well and so mike i thought it'd just be great for us to sit and talk about celebrate recovery that sounds good to me yeah <laughs> that sounds really good um so funny story for those of you that don't know i've actually been on staff for quite a while i i believe i was i could correct me if i'm wrong i think i was celebrate recovery's first administrative assistant you were yeah you were i went in and, and begged for some help <laughs> and uh and they said we've got just the right person <laughs> Yeah, because at the time, you know, we were very involved in Celebrate Recovery. Um, we had been doing, um, gosh, we'd kicked off. We were talking about how long Celebrate Recovery has been a ministry here at North Point. Right. Somewhere around. We're in our 17th year. Wow. Right That's now. amazing. It's that is been, amazing. It's been quite a ride. I can't even, 17 is such a large, I'm so shocked. Is that weird? I'm, I'm like, what? How, how has 17 years passed? Yeah, it seems, it seems like a lot when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think back, like a lot has happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of good memories. Yeah. There's been a lot of uh, life change that yeah. has happened. Yeah. Um, just so much good stuff. Yeah. And it, but it seems to have gone like really quickly. Yeah. Honestly, it's yeah. like it. I guess maybe because the early days bring such fond memories for a lot oh, of us. Oh, yes, for Because sure. we were all so close. We got so close when yes. we were trying to get the thing off the yes. ground. We were kind of stumbling together. We to were. Be, to figure things out. We were. Yeah. Yeah. We literally were kind of like the blind leading the blind. Yes. But we did get it figured out yes. finally. Yes. It's it. Um, how many, you know, again, I'm, you know me, I'm going to ask questions I didn't actually send to you, but That's you, all know, right. you know the answers to them, so I'm not worried. How many groups are actually actually in Celebrate Recovery now. And I know, I understand COVID may have like affected some of these groups. Right. So now you say groups, you mean groups meeting at North Point's Celebrate um, groups Recovery? Groups within Celebrate Recovery at North Point, yeah. Right. So right now there are five. Yeah. There's okay. three for men and two for women okay. because we, we separate men with men, women with women for our share group right. part of the right, evening. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk about what Celebrate Recovery, like who it's for. Who is Celebrate Recovery for? Yeah, Celebrate Recovery is for everybody. Yeah. And that's easy for me to say as a guy that's here ringing the bell for Celebrate Recovery. Right, right. But it really is for everybody. Right. Um, Celebrate Recovery, um, first off, is a great support system mm. for folks when they're going through difficult times. Yeah. Um, it has sound principles and yeah. basics and teaching yeah. uh, that we all need to know. Yeah. Uh, I love the way I heard it put one time that, you know, nobody gets a different set of test questions um, in life. Huh. And um, uh, the answers, the response mm. for the tougher things mm. that we face in life can be found at Celebrate Recovery. So mm. while we have this perception that recovery is all about drugs and alcohol. Oh, yeah, definitely. The reality way. is probably maybe as little as 25% of the people that come to Celebrate Recovery actually come for a substance abuse problem. Wow. Uh, others come for things like uh, loneliness, mm. grief, 
Mm. Um, depression. I was going to say depression, yeah. Anger mm. is a big one. Um, codependency mm. is another people reason people will come, even mm. though they don't realize maybe mm-hmm. that codependency is what they're dealing with when they get there. Yeah, they may not be able to define it as that because they don't know what actually that means. Right, right. right. Yeah. An example of that is there are a lot of men who think they have an anger problem. Mm. Um but the reason that they're angry is because everybody around them won't behave the way that they want them to behave. So they really don't have an anger problem. They have a codependency problem. Right. But it takes some time to figure that out. Yeah. And so um, probably the number one thing that gets people through the door mm. ultimately is uh, their relationships begin mm. breaking down. Yeah. They begin having trouble at work. They yeah. begin having trouble at home. Yeah. And uh, oftentimes we really don't understand why. Right. You know, we know that we have some bad behavior going right. on, but right. uh, but we don't even understand why we're doing that. Right. And right. so um, we can come through the door pretty lost, pretty mm. broken, and uh, and full of hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad. I'm really glad you said that. You know, actually, I think it's Celebrate Recovery, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the first time I ever heard this statement was in Celebrate Recovery, and that was that anger is depression turned inward. That um, anger is basically this, um, yeah, you're kind of beating yourself up for frustrations and stuff. And oftentimes that turns out into anger. Right, right. There's a certain amount of self-loathing right. involved. Right. Uh, self-pity right. involved. Yeah. Uh, that type of thing. Yeah. You know, anger Anger is, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a God-given emotion. I mean, yeah. it's a part of who we are as human beings. Yeah. And it has its God-given purpose, right? Um, that fear or flight, yeah, type of thing, yeah. But like every other God, uh, good thing that God has given us, it's almost like our job as human beings to take it and turn it into a bad thing. <laughs> right. That's we do that with everything. Everything, yeah. You know, and and that happens a lot with with anger. Yeah. And it is it is um, a, a certain level of sadness turned inward. Yeah. yeah. So tell me. Um, what kind of – actually, you covered it. What kind of struggles uh, do people experience when they walk in? You've kind of covered that. What can I expect if I'm walking up – well, honestly, let, let's be completely honest. It is hard. We will recognize that it is hard to make that decision to come. I'll speak from a personal, from a personal experience. First time – we were talking about this, right? We were kicking off Celebrate Recovery. It had been mentioned a lot on Sundays. I was really feeling like my husband and I should go. I kept putting it off. We kept – filling out the connection card and putting, you know, I was probably circle C or something at the time, right? So right. we're circling, kept getting calls, kept getting calls. Hey, we're meeting on Wednesday and the weeks would pass and we wouldn't go. And I remember just one Wednesday driving home from work and just going, nope, I'm just done waiting for him, my husband, to decide he's going to come with me. I'm just done waiting. I'm just going to go. And it does take a like a level of just deciding to go. Right. A level of just a decision. I I just have to physically go and check it out. Just go. (laughs) Absolutely. Just show up. Just show up. Yes. There's nothing to sign up for. Yeah. There's nothing to bring. It is really a matter of just getting your body here. Right. Walking through the door. Right. And it was literally just like, you know, once you make that decision, of course, there's all of these doubts as to, oh, baby, me, it's not a good night. Or you kind of feel a little bit tired and you can you kind of battle a little bit that. But you just make this decision. I'm just going to go. So 
let's say I'm walking up for the very first time. Celebrate Recovery in 17 years has changed a bit, but what could I expect when I walk in? Yeah. Well, the one thing that hasn't changed is you can expect that it's going to be a safe place. Mm. That hasn't changed at all. As a matter of fact, we've gotten better Mm. at that over the years because we've just got a greater understanding of how important that is uh, to people. Uh, so you, it's a safe place. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a friendly place. Okay. You're going to notice that right off the bat. Mm. Um, uh, you can expect, and this this might be the most important thing mm. that I can say to somebody about mm. their very first night there. Once you make it inside and you get settled in, yeah. right, then everybody in the room, including you, knows what it's like to walk through the door for the very first time. Yeah. And the people that beat you there, the people that were there when you got there, mm-hmm. they understand exactly how you felt mm-hmm. when you when you walked through that door. And yeah. so everybody in that room is sensitive to that. Yes. Um, we don't do things like make you stand up and tell us your name right away. Yeah. We don't shine a spotlight yeah. on you when yeah. you walk Raise in. Raise your hand if you're new tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we just, yeah, we just give you all the room that you need to come and settle in and let that first night just kind of come your way, just kind of flow uh, towards you. You can expect to hear us say, hey, if you're new tonight, we want to welcome you because that's a genuine sentiment on our part. Uh, You can expect that we're going to essentially um, uh, take you from point A to point B Mm -hmm. so you don't have to feel lost. You Mm -hmm. don't have to feel like you don't know what you're doing. Um, we, We make it as simple on our newcomers as possible mm-hmm. uh, because we, we know that it's just important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what if I walk in and I don't, I don't even know really my reason for like coming, you know? Mm-hmm. So like you, we break off into groups and I'm going, I, I don't know what group yeah. I'm supposed to. I mean, I could yeah. probably narrow down. There's certain groups I don't need to go in, you know? Yeah. Um, but what, what, what could I expect as that first night? Yeah. So, so um, we have new people every Wednesday night. Okay. We have new people that come every Wednesday night. So we do a one-time orientation oh, okay. every Wednesday yeah. night. And so that first night, you don't necessarily have to pick one of our groups. Okay. Uh, we do encourage you to go to what we call CR 101. Yeah. That's that one-time orientation. And it's basically just another chance to catch your breath, yeah. learn a little bit more about yeah. the way things work at Celebrate yeah. Recovery. And if you want to ask some questions, yeah. you can ask some questions yeah. in that group. Yeah. And it's super casual. Yeah. Um, essentially, we show you a video yeah. and uh, kind of give you a basic explanation uh, of how things work and then give you a chance to ask some questions. Yeah. And, you know, we will make suggestions to you if yeah. you ask yeah. for them. But honestly, most of us, we come in confused. Yeah. We only yeah. know that, that we're experiencing symptoms of whatever is going on with us. Yeah. Uh, relationships are breaking up. Yeah. Uh, we're losing jobs mm-hmm. or uh, we're losing family members or, yeah. you know, uh, we, we can't, we literally cannot figure out why our life seems to be coming unraveled. Yeah. I won't necessarily, necessarily say falling apart. Right. Because um, we would hope. We would hope that yeah. you would come before, <laughs> before your life falls moment. completely apart. Yes. Yeah, that's but, a good point. But it's like uh, we, we know that it all starts with knowing why you're there. Yeah. And if that takes a couple, three weeks yeah. before you're able to say, man, this is exactly why I'm here. We want you to be able to have that experience. Wow. Right? Okay. Because it's, it's your life. Yeah. 
and it's going to be your recovery program. Yeah. And you're going to be in the driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, we like to say there are no have tos. That's all about recovery. There are only get tos. And mm-hmm. so we, we want you to keep coming until you start feeling like, hey, I get to do this. Mm-hmm. Here's an opportunity mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. to start figuring some things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Uh, how, how long is a Celebrate Recovery Night? That's a really great question <laughs> because, because you can ask – you can ask 20 people at Celebrate Recovery that question, and, and you're going to get 20 different answers. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. But the standard um, time. <laughs> here's, here's the short answer. The short answer is we meet for our large group service at 630. Okay. And if you come to that large group service and you stay for the CR orientation, which is highly recommended, right. uh, you're going to be there until 830. Okay, so two hours. Two two hours. Okay. Uh, now we do do a little bit of fellowship uh, time before and after. Okay. And everybody's welcome to come with that. Right. Uh, for that, that's how we get to know each other. But again, it's not mandatory. Right. And uh, you know, a, a four hour night might be a bit much. Yeah. For people to think about, like, how am I going to do that? Yeah, right? absolutely. So we we just try to say, you know, Wednesdays at 630. Just yeah. just Keep come Wednesday simple. at 630. You can expect to be there for for a couple hours your first night and then you can take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So how are how large are the groups once you decide that you're going to go into a group? You're like, mm-hmm. I think I'm identifying with this group, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you decide to go in. What how large is that group? They vary. Um, uh, I would say typically we're going to say 8 to 15 people in a room Mm -hmm. when we break off into our share groups. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can get larger. Yeah. And there can be nights when they're a little smaller. Okay. um, You know, four or five in a room, that type of thing. Um, But when 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 they start approaching 20. Yeah. 25, then yeah. we start thinking about like we need to maybe split that group because yeah. we want everybody to have an opportunity to participate and share right. during their well, time. Well, and I was group. just going to ask that. You called it a share group. And so I wonder if people are like, wait, does that mean then when I go in that group, I have to share? You yeah, know? Yeah. Right. right. Again, no have tos. Right. Um, we do know that sharing is a part of the healing process. Mm. But we, we also uh, acknowledge that, that sometimes you just don't have it in you. Mm. to share. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just not ready mm-hmm. uh, to share. Right. Or, or maybe you're, there's just something going on with you where tonight is just not your night. And right. so you will literally hear uh, the facilitator mm. in that group say, uh, you know, sharing is optional. Got it. It's not, it's not mandatory. Right. Right. So uh, if it goes like I, well, I mean, like the way that it went when I was there is we kind of just went in the circle. But if you chose, chose not to speak, then it just went to the next person and they could speak. And and again, so that, so that it felt a little bit more instead of popcorn. I think we tried the popcorn thing for a little while and it was a little difficult. Maybe some groups do that. I don't know. Yeah, we, 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 we have both. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a group conscious thing on that one. Yeah. Um, you know, some, some, Groups prefer the what we call round robin. Yeah, you you kind of go in a yep. circle, and other groups prefer to do the popcorn, popcorn thing feel. that you were talking mm-hmm. about, where people can share as they're as they feel led. Right. To to go ahead and share. Right. The the key is is to remember that it's optional. Right. You don't have to. Right. Um, 
And the flip side of that is to remember that that is where the healing yes. comes. Uh, and remember that it's safe mm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a place where we can share things that we would not mm. say mm. outside of that room. Yeah. That's why we keep it gender specific, men with men, women with women. Yeah. The reality is uh, men will say things to, to a group of men that they won't say if there's women in the room. Right. Right. And there are things that, that women will say mm-hmm. if it's women only and not say if there's men in the room. Right. And it's not safe. Right. Yeah. To have men in the room. Absolutely. Right? In, yeah. a, in a women's group. Yeah. And so uh, we noticed that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I always encourage people like, like when we're getting ready to move to group mm-hmm. and I'm the one that happens to be on stage mm-hmm. as we're closing the service. I always encourage people to go to group and to share openly and honestly mm-hmm. with each other. That, that's one of the great things that we learned in the early days of Celebrate Recovery was when we started sharing with each other yeah. and understanding, gosh, you know, just saying that yes. made me feel better. Yeah. But it also made me aware of the fact that now it, it no longer has power over yeah. me because I've said it to somebody and I'm not carrying it around with me now. Yeah. I've... I've confessed it or spoke right. it or exposed my hurt to another human being, right. exposed my pain, my fear. Right. And it just seems to take the oomph out of it, yeah. the grit factor, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Wow. And that's so true. I mean, I can I can definitely attest to that being a huge part of the experience. That is the experience, really. I mean, the the, the, the gathering in the beginning is, a, is we're all in there and we're, we're doing worship and we're hearing a message, but they're like real real work, the real healing and stuff happens in those smaller intimate rooms because that's when you're actually getting a chance to to share with each other. Right. And have others hear and and also to listen. And and some of the things you'll hear, um, I think it's a reminder of the fact that you're not alone. Um, you're re- you're reminded constantly by by the other stories. It almost brings you to tears to see how God works to 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 move you guys into these spaces and places where they're Someone might be sharing what you're feeling at that, that exact moment, and there's even a relief in hearing somebody else speak it, even though you didn't say it. Right. You heard somebody else say it, and it almost gives you permission to eventually get to a place where you can say it yourself. Well, yeah, and because you realize in that moment that you're not alone. Right. I'm not the only one that feels this right. way. I think it was uh, Bonhoeffer that said, sin desires to have a man to itself, hmm. to keep him off isolated. Wow. To keep him over in a corner. Yeah. And that's so he won't realize that, that he's not the only one yeah. that struggles with a particular thing. Yeah. That works the same for all of us as, as wow. human beings. That's right? great. Yeah. So, so how does a person say, like, I'm developing a major resentment over somebody that I'm really close to. Yeah. Like, where do you go to say that? Yeah. Because the people that you're close to might be the people that you have the resentment. Right. Yeah, toward. absolutely. And so to be able to share it with people that care about you, yeah. uh, that have gotten to know you yeah. and where you feel safe, it yeah. just it's a healing thing to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so when we first started coming to Celebrate Recovery, we had little kids. Our kids aren't little anymore. But if we were joining today, is there child care? There is. Okay. There is. There's child care. And... We call it child care for like birth to pre-K. Okay. Or is it TK now? I'm. I, I think it's. I'm an empty nester, so I, I don't know what all the terminology right. is. Now. I think you're right. Is, is it pre-K <laughs> or TK or? Um, I'm not sure, but let's say four, okay. five years old. We would call that 
childcare. Okay. Um, from there through sixth grade, we call that CR kids because oh, they they actually have their own kind of like groups where yeah. they learn a little bit about life on their level and Very you know cool. and they have a chance to sh- to uh, uh, get to know each other yes. and, and uh, at their at, at age appropriate thing. So that's great. And then junior high and high school, now we have what we call the landing, which okay. is literally recovery for teens. Wow. And so if you have small children, yeah, you can bring them. Uh, the child care uh, folks get there at 615. Okay. It's free. There's no charge. Okay. Uh, the child care workers are all provided by the church. As a matter of fact, they are literally assigned through our children's department. So they go through all of the background check mm-hmm. and uh, and all of that that mm-hmm. our, our Sunday childcare yep. uh, folks go through. Yep. Um, and then, of course, our, our uh, landing kids, the teenagers, they, they start out with us in the worship center okay. at 630, and then they're dismissed to go, and then break off. to go do their own group. They've got their own leaders. and That's and, great. So honestly, it can, become re- it can become or it can be recovery for the whole family. It really, it really can. And that was the original vision mm. for Celebrate Recovery by the man that founded it. Yeah. Um, the man that founded it, his name is John Baker. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away right. earlier earlier this year. Yeah. But but he was a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. And he had gotten to a point in his recovery where he realized that his family needed recovery too. Yeah. And um, uh, that they needed to be able to share yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh, he had an AA background. And he had this vision for a Christ-centered recovery program that the whole family yeah. Were you actually identifying Jesus Christ as the higher power? As the higher power, right? Right, as the higher power in your life. Yeah. And he he went ahead and he wrote down his vision for this program, took it to his pastor at Mm. his church, Mm -hmm. and his pastor told him, "Hey, that looks great. You should go ahead and wow and do this." And so. It started there. This is an interesting little bit of Celebrate Recovery trivia, which you may not even be aware of. The very first Celebrate Recovery meetings uh-huh. were actually in a psychiatric hospital really? in an empty wing that they had available that wasn't being used. And they said, hey, you can come and use this space really? to have your meeting. And so uh, he, used to, he used to get a laugh out of telling us all when we were at conferences <laughs> that you think it's hard to get people to come to your Celebrate Recovery? Try having it in the wing of a yeah. psychiatric hospital yeah. and see if you can get yeah. people to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it, from there, first, the first meeting, I think, down there was like 30 plus. Wow. And now Celebrate Recovery is in like 35,000 churches wow. in wow. the nation. Wow, 35,000 yeah. in the nation. That's amazing. Um, okay, so is this considered group therapy? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Group therapy implies that there's somebody in the room that mm. is a therapist. Got and, it. And has it all figured out. Yep. That, that is not the case with Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery is a peer-driven, mm. uh, meaning everybody around you is in recovery. Right. It's a peer-driven, uh, self-help, yeah. Christ-centered, yeah. 12-step environment. And the difference between a, a group therapy um, setting and a Celebrate Recovery share group is uh, in a group therapy, there is discussion mm. uh, about how you feel. Right. 
right? Right, yeah, dialogue, like dialogue. There's dialogue, right. right. And in a celibate recovery share group, how you feel is how you feel. Right. Nobody's going to try to fix you. Right. There's not a conversation that's happening. You're given a safe place to express how you feel. Right. And we're all just going to support you while you start figuring things out. Right, yeah. So Celebrate Recovery lands on a Christmas day. Does Celebrate Recovery happen? Hurts, habits, and hang-ups don't stop on Christmas (laughs) day. So um, Celebrate Recovery meets 52 Wednesdays a year at North Point at 630 in some capacity. Yeah. Um, if it's Christmas Day, we might not run a full program, yeah. but we'll be here. Right, right. You know, we'll be here in some capacity. Yeah. Because we know how important it is that that people know we can say any Wednesday at 630, right. we're going to be here for each other. Yeah, consistency so is if, a really important. Yep, 52 yeah. weeks a year. It yeah. just, it's just better that way. Yeah. What if I'm, like, hesitant someone's going to recognize me? I mean, the perfect example, I work for a church, right? Mm-hmm. We both work for the church, right? right. It's kind of scary walking in there and sharing right. all your stuff, right? Right. Yeah, that, that's, a genuine, that's a genuine concern yeah. for some folks. Um, you know, we have uh, high emphasis on confidentiality and anonymity. Okay. You'll hear about it every time we meet, yeah. how important that is to us. Yeah. We'll talk about it in CR 101, how yeah. you handle those situations yeah. when you're not at Celebrate Recovery. Yeah. So if you're a North Pointer, yeah. like, I mean, literally, it breaks my heart knowing that there are North Pointers who yeah. have been driving by that banner uh-huh. out on the corner yep. every Sunday. Yep. They've, they're, God's been tugging on their heart to yep. go, to go, to go, but yep. they're, they're, they have that very concern. My, yeah. heart, my heart breaks for them. And I pray that they would come to a place where they can, like, kind of, like, make it through that barrier. Yeah. Because, again, everybody in that room understands what it's like to get there for the first time. Mm. Everybody in that room understands how important it is that we maintain Mm. confidentiality Mm -hmm. and anonymity. Yeah. And we do spend some time coaching each other Mm. as to how you you handle that, like, outside of that. So. If you come here, like we've had people come and their boss is here, mm. you know, we've had people come and they recognize somebody from when they were in jail. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we've come across all of that. The overwhelming majority of the time, those two people are just literally glad they saw each other there. That's pretty much the way it usually works mm. out. Mm-hmm. But we do offer some clues as to, how, like, how do you navigate that, yeah. like, when you see each other again at Save Mart? Yeah. Or when yeah. you see each other again on the patio on yeah. Sunday, you know? Yeah. And basically what we do is, like, hey, it's good to see you. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. That's all we need to do. Yeah. See you again soon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or if, if we're at the store and we're, like, we think we recognize somebody, and it's yeah. like, hey, like, do I know you? Yeah. Like, all we have to do is say, yeah, I saw you on Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw yeah. you on Wednesday night. It's like we're yeah. not announcing to everybody in the grocery right. store right. Yeah. what group you attend yeah. Yeah. and, uh, and the point. fact that you're in recovery because that, that's just super important yeah. to some folks. Absolutely. Um, so what if Wednesday nights are not good nights? Are there celebrate recovery options beyond North Point here in Fresno? or the? There are. That's another great question on so many levels. Um, you can find Celebrate Recovery meetings all across the nation 
on CelebrateRecovery.com. They've got okay. they've got a group locator there. Uh-huh. You can also just send an email to us here, yeah. northpoint.org. We'd be happy to help you navigate that system yeah. if, you, if you'd like us to do that. Yeah. Because oftentimes people travel. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've yeah. got truck drivers that are part of our group, and yeah. they want to find a meeting wherever they're going. Uh, we've got people that go on vacation. They want to find a meeting yes. where they're going, yeah. so on and so forth. And so uh, we're able to help with that. Also, it comes in handy when we've got say a couple people from the same household that aren't necessarily getting along real well, mm. that mm. they can actually find two separate Celebrate Recovery meetings yeah. to attend if they need to right. for a brief season. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that can yeah. happen. Yeah. The gender specific groups have, you know, that's a great built in way of say there's a, there's a couple that's having some difficulty they can come and worship together and then go to separate groups. Right. So that's there. But occasionally yeah. you have a couple people, whether they be roommates, right. brothers, right. dad and son, right. you know, they're too close to each other. Yeah. And it's like... Somebody wants us a little bit more space. To yeah. Be, it's like they're telling each yeah. other, hey, you're the reason I'm even here. So I don't want right. you here while yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So we can we can make alternative suggestions mm. uh, yeah. for where they can, they can make that separation and and have that space between yeah, them. Yeah. So here in, in our area, every night of the week, wow, okay. there's a Celebrate Recovery meeting somewhere in the Fresno-Clovis area. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So um, why why Celebrate Recovery? There's a lot of programs out there. There's the AA, right? It's 12-step programs mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. What makes Celebrate Recovery so special? Gosh. Uh, well, I'd like, to, I'd like to say this um, because I, I love AA. Mm. Love NA, Gambler Anonymous, all of those. Um, those programs, they all work to the degree that you put effort into them mm -hmm. and work them. Mm -hmm. um, somebody who's in real trouble, mm. uh, a great suggestion is that they, that they kind of do both, mm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. because that, that just yeah. gives them more options. Yeah. But what makes Celebrate Recovery unique mm -hmm. in that whole mixture is... All of the, I like to call them traditional recovery programs. Some people call them secular recovery programs. But mm. to, to say they're a secular program implies there's no God there. Mm. And, and God is there. So yeah. I, I prefer to, re, to refer to it as a traditional yeah. recovery program. The, the difference between those programs and Celebrate Recovery is those programs have what they call a singleness of purpose. Mm. And they all have it. Hmm. For example, uh, the singleness of purpose with AA is that they exist to help people stop drinking. That is their primary purpose. Got it. Uh, with NA, their singleness of purpose is that no addict ever need die alone and in their addiction. Mm. That there's a fellowship mm -hmm. for them. So that's why NA exists. Mm. The thing that makes Celebrate Recovery unique is we believe in a, in a singleness of higher power. Mm. Right. Mm. In other words, we f we feel, mm. we think, mm. and we eventually believe that Jesus Christ has the answers to whatever mm. we might be struggling with, mm. and so we cling to Him as higher power, and we begin cooperating with this recovery process that is God ordained, mm. that God Himself has His hand on, mm. and is helping people with, and we just begin cooperating with that. 
asking Jesus for the power mm. uh, yeah. that we need yeah. to do whatever the next indicated thing for us is. And so mm. all different recovery programs, we're all pretty much headed in the, in the same direction. Mm. But it's that, it's that um, laser lock focus mm. on Jesus' higher power that makes Celebrate Recovery unique. Wow. Wow. You know, uh, I was looking up some things about Celebrate Recovery before we were meeting, and uh, I found that on Saddleback site, which is where it started, yes? Right, Saddleback um, Church. I found it pretty interesting that, I didn't know this, that California actually made it a state-approved substance abuse program uh, in prisons. Yes, yes, they have. They did that in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And it has spread throughout the entire prison system. Wow. Um, obviously, in a COVID season, those yeah. facilities, yeah. Uh, you know, locked down all of their their programs that were coming in from the outside. Yeah. Here at North Point, we actually facilitated Celebrate Recovery Program at the prison, one of the prisons up in Chowchilla for several years, many years. Yeah. And uh, it was highly popular, very successful. Wow. And just like the other things that, that people can do while they're incarcerated. Yeah. Um, they learn skills yeah. in different areas of yeah. life, uh, recovery being one of them. Yeah. And it, um, I mean, it's, it's a worldwide prison system movement yeah. now yeah. and literally is staffed at the pastoral level at Saddleback Church to make wow. sure that that continues right. uh, throughout the globe. Right. That's amazing. So it, it, just the last couple statements here. You know, September is recovery month. So as a church, we are just trying to bring so much awareness to the work that's happening Wednesday night. Really, you're just creating an environment for people to arrive, show up, come however. Right. However you feel, however right. you are. That's to right. just either sit and hear and absorb. And when you're ready to kind of step in and, and participate, that you're available to do that. Um, besides Wednesdays. Are there other things that this Celebrate Recovery family does? All throughout the year. Mm. Absolutely. The one thing that, that Celebrate Recovery does better than anything else is provide a support system for people. Yeah. And uh, that actually glues itself together, mm. not during the Celebrate Recovery meeting, mm. but during the fellowship time and yeah. the fellowship events. And yeah. so throughout the year... We will do things like we call family fun nights. Yeah. We've been to the ball game together. Yeah. Uh, we've been to the races together. Yeah. We've done several years of having a camp out, a family awesome. camp That's out awesome. yeah. together. And, and we get to know each other. We spend time in each other's homes. Yeah. Uh, once we be, become, you know, like that level of yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, you know, Celebrate Recovery has hosted the Thanksgiving Eve dessert reception yes. here at the church. Every year for, for all years. 17, I think all 17. Yeah. Awfully, really yes. close. Because we really like our sugar and our coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, like, we, we strategically mm. plan things mm -hmm. uh, as a group. Mm. And we invite other Celebrate Recovery families from That's around so cool. the area. We do rallies, picnics. I mean, it's just That's – and, so of cool. course, it's all – optional. Mm -hmm. Remember, get to, don't right. have to. It's just yeah. something that's going on, right. but it's a safe place to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, New Year's Eve Yeah. on somewhere in town, there's going to be a Celebrate Recovery group doing something safe on New Year's Eve, 4th of July, 
same thing awesome. throughout the holiday season. All of these times that can be difficult for yeah. us to navigate as human beings. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we plan things to do. So, because yeah. we just like hanging out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when you want to, you want to provide an opportunity for people to hang out in a safe, right. safe place. Right. Have yeah. fun. Because a lot of those things, a lot of those holidays can be triggers for Remember, people. Remember, it's celebrate. Yeah. Recovery. Yeah. Not just, not just recovery. <laughs> not just all work. <laughs> not just all work. <laughs> right. I love it. Thanks so much. I hope this was helpful. And I hope that if you're listening today, um, you guess, guess what? It's Wednesday. <laughs> yep, it is Wednesday. <laughs> so if you're listening to this today, if you're watching this today, maybe today's the day. Maybe so. To just show up, 6.30 tonight. Uh, we'd love to meet you. We've got a great couple coming from Visalia to share their Celebrate Recovery story with everybody tonight. That is tonight. awesome. 6.30. Testimony nights are one of the best nights. Really hearing uh, life change um, through the eyes of another person is just such an amazing yeah. thing. So, yeah, yeah, testimony night tonight from a couple, that's fantastic. Promise love you'll love them. They're, yeah. they're outstanding people. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Uh, remember, CR at northpoint.org if you have any questions, and uh, we'll see you tonight. Go and make it a great rest of your week. All right. <laughs>